Welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm your host, Dean Zarbaugh. Today's show is sponsored by House of Helga. Are you a brewery looking for some vibrant, stunning artwork to slap on that freshly bottled or canned beer? Or maybe you're starting a brewery and need help coming up with a logo. If so, contact House of Helga for all your design needs. They've worked with Masthead, Streetside, and yours truly here at the Taproom Exclusive. You can check out Kyla's entire portfolio of incredible work at houseohelga.com. On today's show, I chat with Missing Falls Breweries brewer and co-founder Mark Cernak and co-founder Will Myers over their tasty Langard Irish Red Ale. But first, a taste of what's going on in the craft beer world with this week's Tasting Glass, brought to you by Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News. The big news of the week is the acquisition of Founders Brewing Company by Mao San Miguel. Founders sold a minority stake in the company to Mao San Miguel in 2014 with a provision that after five years, Mao San Miguel could then purchase up to 90% of Founders with co-founders Mike Stevens and Dave Engbers each retaining a 5% share. What do you think of this move by Founders? Can they still categorize themselves as craft beer? Weigh in on the discussion at facebook.com slash the taproom exclusive. Rick Arman of the Akron Beacon Journal and Ohio.com served as judge for Cleveland's Oktoberfest microbrew competition. Of the participating breweries, this year's best of show went to Masthead's IPA, which also won the best of the rest category with Noble Beast Oktoberfest being crowned best of the German styles. For a rundown of all the winners, check out Rick's article on Ohio.com. Mark Bona of Cleveland.com is reporting that Great Lakes Brewing Company will celebrate its 31st anniversary on Friday, September 6th. According to Mark, Great Lakes will mark their anniversary with a celebration of beer and baseball beginning at 5 p.m. Tribe drummer John Adams and Indians mascots Ketchup and Mustard are scheduled to attend. Specials include $3 Rally Drum Red Ale cans. The Indians-Twins game will be aired on the big screen in the beer garden at 8 p.m. You can check it out at 2516 Market Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. All right, my interview with Mark and Will from Missing Falls Brewery in Akron, Ohio is up next. Welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm here in Akron at Missing Falls Brewery. Uh, first time here, really cool space. I am with Mark Cernak and Will Myers. I appreciate you gentlemen uh, taking the time to be here today. Uh, talk a little bit about yourselves and, and how Missing Falls uh, got started. I started many years ago, around the year 2000, started as a home brewer, and then I just kind of kept upscaling from there, and I always wanted to open up like a small brew pub, but uh, then, you know, life got on, and I just kept using it as a, a home hobby, and then I ended up meeting Will, and he wanted to learn how to brew, so we both hung out in my garage every weekend and made beer, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger, and then eventually we had two other friends that were into the home brewing, and all four of us would make like collaboration beers. So that's when we kind of decided that we worked good as a team, and you know, I shared with them my dreams of opening a brewery, and by that time, Will already wanted to open the brewery, so we had sort of the, the business idea there, but not the plan, so from there on, we just sort of kept working on it, and it took a, it took a long time, it took about three years to turn the whole thing around to get the doors open. And when, when did doors officially open here? Uh, we opened on the day after Thanksgiving last year, which was November, oh, nice. tw- November 24th. So we're just about 10 months old. You're coming up on your one year soon. Congratulations on that. Thanks. Um, what, what made you choose this location as, as your... Well, this wasn't the initial location. The first location 
uh, due to lack of better term of not knowing how to open a brewery, we, we rented. Okay. And we rented a space before we even decided if we could fit a working brewery in it. And it turned out the infrastructure wasn't there, the foundation wasn't there, the power wasn't there. Um, it, it just had a lot of issues. But it, it, came, it came relatively inexpensive, so we pretty much had a storage unit for a year okay. while we worked on other things. Uh, this location here came to us just uh, a little bit by word of mouth, and then we looked at numerous locations inside these complexes. But this one kept standing out to us. It just seemed to be the one we wanted. Well, my, my buddy Tyler and I rode down together uh, today. This is our first, like I said, for our first time here. Both of us are really impressed. Like You guys utilize the space very well here. There's, you know, nothing's not used. Everything's being used perfectly. It's it's a really nice space. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I haven't been down here. I'm not very used to Akron. I don't know how much space there is for stuff. Sometimes, you know, there's a couple breweries in Cleveland that are pretty tiny. Yeah. I didn't know how tiny it was going to be, but this is a really nice space. I, you know, uh, how many how many people can you fit in here? I think we got enough seating for what? 125. About, yeah, about 125 for seating. And I'm sure we could cram some on the drink rails if they feel like standing. Yeah. It's, this is really cool. Doors open up, lets a lot of air and light in here. Yeah, soon, uh, eventually, we'll get the patio out on this side. We're right now under construction on the front patio. So we got we got to just take it as we can. I mean, the whole plan is still there. Just we got done what we could get done. And yeah. now that we're up and running, we'll start you know saving our pennies and keep adding in, adding it back into the brewery doing it naturally you can't just throw everything in at once and, no, and hope no, everything's gonna work you got to grow naturally I mean, you gotta work with the capital you have. absolutely that's the way the most successful businesses run so you guys are doing it right and you guys are smart about it um and so we're talking about the the langard red uh right now uh this is the first beer i grabbed off the menu uh i i usually gravitate towards lagers pilsners first time i go to a place uh, and this is a really nice Irish red ale. This is one of my, probably one of my absolute favorite Irish red ales. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks for that. I guess it's, um, this recipe here we've been making for quite a while. I actually just was scrolling through the old on tap, seeing how far back the history went, and I found check-ins on this as a home brewer back uh, around 2012 or 13. Oh, wow. So we, we had the recipe kind of set solid back then. We just always made it because we loved it. Is that a style you gravitate towards? Um, for me, it, it doesn't matter. I just I love beer. Some yeah. days I'll have a taste for a Hefe, so I'll get some Hefeweizen. Other days I'll want a stout. Uh, most, most of the time it's going to be some IPAs you know, in the summertime. Wintertime I start getting more into the browns and the alts and the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the marzins. Absolutely. That's... that's some of my favorite stuff too talk a little bit about this beer uh you guys won uh the ohio craft brewers cup gold medal for this beer talk a little bit about that as well well yeah that that actually took us by surprise i mean we 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 really we've entered a few contests here and there and a few uh competitions as home brewers and never really you know got anything placed in in any of them and then this was i think our first like big competition we entered so we were surprised uh our other business partner sean just sent us the the link to the results sites and was like oh my god and we looked through it and we 
not only took gold with Langard, but we also took the silver for our Imperial IPA, Terror of the Seven Seas. Oh, nice. So that, it, it was humbling. It really surprised us. I mean, kind of validates why we, you know, got out of our garage and started up a, a small microbrewery here. Absolutely. And and it just goes to show how, how well you guys are, are doing. I mean, not even a year in the bank yet. Yeah. And, and you guys are winning gold medals and silver medals and stuff. That's got to be awesome. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. And we're kind of hoping that lightning can strike twice with the Great American Beer Festival. But that's uh, that's a bigger pool of entries. There. It is. Uh, but out of all the Irish Red Hills I've had, this is this stands out. Awesome. So, uh, so that so that is a recipe you're submitting to GABF this year. Yes, yes, that one's going down to. For, so, uh, how, how does that process work? If you don't mind me asking, um, fill out the registration form, and then you got to send them down a set amount of fluid ounces per style. Okay. Uh, for like the IPA styles, they may want a little bit more because it may go to different rounds of judging. For the smaller categories, there won't be so many rounds of judging. Okay. So we just pretty much sent you know the the required amount. We just canned them up in crawlers, packaged them up, and there was a local brewery around here that was doing a. A collection, getting everything palletized so they can get it shipped out to Colorado. Oh, nice, very cool. I, I, that's I, you know, I always hear about people submitting and stuff, but I've always wondered how how you have to go about actually getting that out there and, and make sense. Crawlers. Yeah, um, well, I figured it'd be a them. little bit safer than bottling. Yeah, absolutely. You want it to get there. Yeah. Uh, and so, talk a little bit about the the Langer and what the profile is on this beer uh, and and all that. Well, this is primarily a, a really good malt-forward red ale uh, with a uh, touch of sweetness to it. And uh, the um, Fuggle Hops and the Kent Goldlings in there really balance out the hop notes really well so it doesn't come off too strong of the hops. Um, it finishes nice and clean, almost a you know, little touch of a lager in there, how clean it finishes. Yeah. It, so you mentioned the sweetness on it. <clears throat> I found that a lot of times with this style depending on who's making it it can get a little too sweet and yeah. this is just the nice just that touch of of little like caramely sweetness i feel yeah. uh it that just really kind of balances out those those toasted bread flavors yes sir um and so when you when you guys were coming up with this back originally like were you drinking this style at the time what made you decide okay i want it. this is a style i'm gonna do and pretty much well, do well yeah as a home brewer you know pretty much at the era we were doing it everybody was just trying to make anything mm-hmm. so we we're like you know we haven't made a red let's you know try to make a red so we did some research and you know we bought a few red beers and we looked at a few other recipes see you know what the structure was on it and then get down on the uh, recipe calculators and just start throwing different ingredients at it kind of what you worked with before and you know get it get it to where you want on the balance charts and then do a little pilot brew and see what it's like and then after based on that you can decide what you want to change i'd say i think with the langard here it may have had maybe one or two just slight changes to it number two yeah second yeah but but i mean we we also discovered i mean i know the first time we did it as home brewers we immediately you know rushed it Cagged it, and it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't the way it should have been. But uh, we had a friend that kind of forgot about it in his fridge. So after about like two months, he tried it and says it was amazing. So oh, wow. 
and I started realizing I could take a little bit more time with this. You were just rushing the, just to, rushing, to actually like putting it in, like you were yeah, just well, yeah, as excited a, to get it yeah, out. Yeah, when we were homebrewing, we just kind of like, you know, we're out of beer, we need more. <laughs> get it kegged as, as quick as possible. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that this is a style that if if there's anything off, it's, it's apparent pretty quickly. Like yeah. some styles you can hide behind hops and all that. But you can't in this style, and I really, I'm just excited that I came into a place and an Irish red was on the menu, uh, just there because not a lot of places even offer an Irish red. That's that's awesome, and to have that as a, even as a staple, uh, really, as a, somebody who loves multi beers, yeah. really uh, warms my heart. <laughs> Traditionally, you only see those around you know the April, uh, March April right. months for the St. Pat's Day. Absolutely, and like you know, I sell beer for a living, and a lot of times we get asked for like Killians in it off season and stuff, and sometimes we don't always carry it off season. Uh, nobody's really looking for it, but. You give it me. You give me the option, and I'm going to take the the Irish Red almost every time. Yeah, it's it's one of our, it's one of our better sellers here. I'm going to have. I'm probably going to take a crawler of this home because I, I can't speak highly enough about this beer. I'm I'm a big IPA head. I, I love lagers and, and pilsners too, but this just stands out to me. I, I think it's just a really well balanced beer. And um, if somebody you got a food menu here, if somebody wanted to to eat. What would you recommend uh, style food? Uh, definitely to have to pair it with our one pizza called the Will Special. Ooh, what's the Will Special? Well, I will let Will sit back down here and Absolutely. describe it to you. They, wa- they want to know what the Will Special is because it pairs with the language. Oh, it's, so it's like a white pizza base that we kind of spice up um, with some pepperoni on or whatever toppings you want. And then... Uh, Top it with cheese, and we do a little bit of the uh, red marinara on top. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, that, 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 that pizza, though, sells also pretty well here. You know, pizza and beer, it's a pretty great combo. Uh, when I'm drinking beer, that's usually, I'm usually looking for some pizza. So uh, I'm excited to try the pizza, too. Um, what was it that made did you decide pizza was going to be part of the menu? Uh, it, it's just something inherently that you can do in-house pretty quick. Um, just a few ingredients go a long way. Multiple combinations. Yeah. You know, just you know, you can take one pizza and just get three different sauces for it and have three different pizzas. Right. So it, it, more of the price of convenience for that. We just had an idea of just like pizza and some deli press sandwiches, and now it's grown into all kinds of pizzas, sandwiches, wraps, appetizers. And uh, we're going to have a lot more food items coming up here shortly, too. Oh, nice. That'll be cool. And, uh, you know, expanding uh, expanding where you can, when you can. Uh, I love uh, I love me a good pizza. Some of those deli sandwiches sound delicious. I mean, you got to get a nice, well-rounded menu, too, as far as food goes. Sometimes you see it's all focused on the beer. Sometimes the, me- the food menu is a little lacking. But you guys do knock it out of the park all the way around, man. Thank you. Um, anything else you want to get out about uh, about Missing Falls or the Langard? Uh, maybe some uh, story behind. Where did the name come from? Uh, the name's kind of funny. It's actually Irish slang. Okay. And just Langard means to be just totally inebriated. Okay. Sloppy drunk. Nice. Just and that's the going out and getting Langard. Perfect name for this beer. Definitely. It's the perfect name for this beer, and it's what. Uh, 
6%, so it's not super heavy, but it's not yeah. light either. It's got a nice body to it. We're, de- um, uh, we're definitely thinking of making a, uh, another version of Langard. It'd be on a collaboration coming up soon. But I think we're going to uh, kind of make an imperial version and maybe barrel age it in some Irish whiskey barrels. Ooh, that would be awesome. Keep me up to date on yeah, that because okay. I will drive down here to try that. Yeah, definitely. The, th- the thought's out there now. So oh. we've got to do a couple couple little tests to see if it's going to work or not. Absolutely. I don't know if I've ever seen an Irish red ale aged in Irish whiskey barrels. So that that's something definitely different and something interesting. I, I can't wait to try to see how that turns out. Awesome. So, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for your time. Tune in next week for another episode here on the Tap Room Exclusive at Missing Falls Brewery.